You're listening to The Residential Movement, where the focus is on making in-home dental care normal instead of novel or niche. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Robinson, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for reaching patients who are best served in their home or residence. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering in-home dental services for patients who cannot get to the office, while also enjoying a more balanced work life. We discuss everything from dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more. Listen in to learn how you can become a part of the residential movement. Last week, I took a break due to the sudden and just very sad loss of my grandmother. Thank you for being so graceful during my absence and giving me some time to spend with family. But now we're back at it. So today I want to answer a listener question that was submitted to me. This listener asked, do you implement digital dentistry into your house calls? I like the idea of house calls, but I like the idea of using the latest scanner technology. Well, the short answer to this question is no, I do not use a digital scanner in my practice. I've certainly thought about it, and I even acquired one for a trial period a few months back, but I do not currently use a digital scanner in my house call practice. Scanners are great for chairside, for fixed, and Invisalign, but for house calls, they're clunky to lug around, and my practice doesn't offer fixed services. Even on the rare occasion that I might do Invisalign, I'll use PVS because I've had great success with that. Now, some dentists do soft tissue scanning chairside, but I'm still not sold on the accuracy of that. I've heard dentures that are milled from digital impressions are still not super retentive, so you end up doing a wash impression anyway. Finally, many of my patients are less than cooperative when it comes to taking denture impressions in the first place due to their cognitive ability. Maybe someone with more experience doing digital impressions can do a soft tissue scan more quickly than I can, but for me to scan my patient's soft tissue and take as many breaks as they'd want me to take, it would just be a huge time suck for me. I'm lucky enough just to get an impression tray in some people's mouths long enough for the facet material to set. For me, digital scanners aren't worth the investment right now. Maybe in the future if they became even lighter or if soft tissue scanning improved, because I'm not opposed to implementing a digital workflow in the future. I'd love to be able to send digital lab scripts and save myself some trips. I'd love to have duplicate dentures easily made if somebody lost theirs. I do see the benefits to a digital workflow, but it's not something I utilize right now. To some of you listening, depending on what region you're listening in from, Impressions may seem like Stone Age technology, but I know a lot of chairside private practices still don't have scanners and they rely solely upon impressions. If you decide not to invest in a scanner, like me, you won't be alone. You are going to need to choose a good local lab, though. Get to know them and their hours very well. Oftentimes, if you're driving to them instead of relying on their drop-off schedule, you can get prosthetics to people very quickly. Remember to track your mileage when you're driving to and from the lab. You can track mileage and expenses with QuickBooks just like I do. Check out residentialmovement.com slash QuickBooks to get started. So I already answered the listener question about whether or not I use a digital scanner and why, but the real motivation behind the question was their intent to use technology. And although I don't use scanning technology or bedside digital workflow in that way, I do use some pretty cool portable technology and equipment. It isn't complex or high-tech, but it's pretty rare to see portable equipment in chairside offices. It would be handy if chairside offices had portable equipment because equipment fails, and I bet chairside docs would like to keep their rooms open if something malfunctions. Aside from the actual portable dental unit, I take digital radiographs with a portable system. Again, that's pretty rare to see in chairside offices, even though chairside offices could totally benefit from portable radiographs if they didn't want to rely on wall units. I also have an intraoral camera for static images. So there is a lot you can do with technology in a house call practice. As I alluded to earlier, Technology is only as useful as the cooperation level of your patients. Most patients can cooperate for static imaging, at least briefly. There are plenty who cannot, though. And that's okay. We do as much as we can when we have the opportunity. 
One game-changing piece of technology that I just have to tell you about is my cloud-based EHR, Curve. I know I've spoken about it here before, but it's one of the greatest tools in my practice. Curve is great for me, my assistant, and my patients. Because it's a cloud-based EHR, it can be accessed from anywhere. This is useful when I'm on the road and useful for my virtual assistant who lives out of town. We can both easily access this information from any computer anywhere, as long as we have the internet. Beyond easy access, it's jam-packed with automations and tools that make it easy for patients to communicate with me. It sends out appointment reminders. Patients can text the practice. There's a patient portal for patients to fill out paperwork prior to visits. They can see their invoices. Curve integrates with my credit card processor and my phone servicer. It makes everything easy. If you're a one-doc practice like me, you'll want this software. When you're ready to integrate Curve into your practice, visit residentalmovement.com curve. That being said, some of my patients don't use the internet. They really don't because of their age. It's just not for them. So they don't get to appreciate all of the patient-friendly features of Curve. Again, technology is only so useful. In that case, I have to bring paper medical histories and consents to my appointments, and then I just upload them later. As much as we dentists and practice owners get excited about technology, our patients don't always value it, and that's okay. People don't care if their loved one is having a digital impression taken or an analog impression taken. They just want their loved one to get a new denture and be treated well. Patients don't always prefer filling out online forms. They're happy to have a paper medical history as long as they know someone is thoroughly interested in taking care of them properly. I realize utilizing the latest technology is great, and I know a lot of dentists do value that more than I do, but I think that patients are just grateful for in-home services. They're not generally judgmental about the way they're executed. They're not going to be terribly critical of you for using PVS rather than a scanner. Not to mention, a scanner costs thousands of dollars and you'll rarely use it. So if you're saving up to begin your dental house call practice and you're waiting to save enough money until you can buy a scanner or some other piece of outrageous technology, please save yourself the time and expense and just get started helping people without it. You can offer major value to your patients without fancy things. And that's my two cents on this matter. I always love hearing from you. Reach out with feedback or questions at any time at hello at residentalmovement.com. When you ask me questions, it can benefit everyone. Whether or not you decide to pursue house calls, please consider supporting those in need of them by contributing to the Home Smile Care Foundation. Visit homesmilecarefoundation.org for more information. Thank you very much for listening into this episode. I really appreciate you. That's a wrap on this episode of The Residential Movement. If you like what you heard today, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you know someone who could benefit from this information, please share this with them. All of these actions help fuel The Residential Movement. Visit residentialmovement.com for show notes and for access to any links referenced in this episode. Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.